KPLY. Hello, Pally. This is Pally Radio, and welcome to episode four of In the Studio, where we discuss film reviews, film theories, and other film news. In this episode, we talk about Venom. I'm Theo, and I'm Jared, and you're listening to KPLY Pally Radio. Let's get on to the review. Oh, yeah. Anyway, back to the review. Yeah. So, <clears throat> hi. Hi, Jared. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Um, so? So, I, I know you saw Venom last weekend. Yeah, I actually saw it really I, recently. I saw it the week before. Yep. I I actually kind of like this movie. Yeah. I, 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 thought it was, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Like, oh, no, it totally was. It was actually yeah. pretty good. I was surprised. I know a lot of the critics hated it, Um, and I was really happy that it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I'm going to have to compare this movie to, like, Suicide Squad. It's, like, it's Suicide one of those Squad. movies that's, like, very divisive, I guess. Like to some degree. Sure. I would not say it's nearly as bad as Suicide Squad, though. Yeah, for sure. Because I think Suicide Squad was just really bad, but uh, that's beside the point. Uh All right, let's get into this review. Yeah. Well, (laughs) like any good review, we should probably start with like a a good writing summary or a story summary Uh, of types. So let's start with our first category, writing. But before we get started on that, I I think it's important for people who haven't seen the movie to just get a general idea of the plot. So basically... Venom follows a washed-up reporter named Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. who essentially lives a pretty stressful life where he can't really do much. And yeah, uh, yeah. he eventually finds Venom, and Venom changes his life significantly, and he has to go do things that are beyond his own like original scope. And comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the first category is writing. Right? Yep. Okay. Well, I think this movie... It did have a lot of pieces that could have been like phenomenal. I think they did a solid job. Yeah. I, I, like some people said this movie was like really like like I I don't know what to say like it was just like boring or like bad. I don't think it was like bad. I think it was solid, but the biggest part was just mis potential in this movie. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the largest problems of this movie is that mis potential where yeah. people were probably expecting so much that what they got made them really furious and then they gave it a really, really low score yeah, when in actuality yeah. it was just like mediocre-ish rather than like straight I'd up say, horrible. I'd say solid actually, like not even mediocre. Yeah. Like, oh, well, take the example, for example, the premise of Eddie Brock as a journalist or reporter. Some people, I was reading reviews and people were like, oh, this is bone dry, boring. Let's just get into the Venom action. Oh, no. I, yeah. I, I completely disagree with that. What? Because, really? Yeah, and I'm no like like I think I think being a journalist is a very cool concept. Sure, I I, I agree, but I also disagree with that because the movie's called Venom, not Eddie Brockett the journalist. Well, here's the thing though, I think because I think I might be biased on this one because I am like a, a reporter journalist guy myself. But yeah. I think like just the idea of having Eddie Brock as this kind of uh, like a good man just trying to stand up for sure. like underrepresented people and like poor people. I, I think that's a really cool concept. Okay. So like I was saying before, it's kind of like missed potential for me. Uh-huh. Like I think I still I really like this movie. I really liked what they did with Eddie Brock as a reporter. I think it would have been cooler if they had like more Venom action and more reporter stuff at the same time. Sure, yeah. We could combine his two talents. Okay, fair enough. But I think actually one of the most interesting parts of that is that problem is definitely stems from a much larger problem of pacing in this movie. Oh yeah, the pacing is the pacing is not yeah. a strong. They spend in this movie. they spend too much time on the exposition and too little time on the middle and then the ending has like way too much going on mm-hmm. and like they could cut out so much of the ending and just make it like one like the size of the length of the ending is fine 
but the amount of events that happens in the ending are like way too much so it feels way too rushed mm-hmm. that's how i feel at least i think, I think that's what that's the biggest problem we're probably from the script because yes the director was not given like the most original script in any way of this film oh yeah but i think in respect to the director i think he did a, a fantastic job of making this film very entertaining even when the pacing is slow like he the four, take one scene for example where Eddie Brock is riding his oh. motorcycle down. Like, this is when you're introduced to Eddie Brock as a reporter, right? Yeah. And then it has a cool montage of, like, Eddie Brock interviewing, like, other people. And then, like, it brings in clips of him at, like, other, like, sites and stuff. Yeah. Just, like, doing his investigative reporter stuff. And the way this scene is just edited and, like, compiled together, I thought this was a really cool directorial decision. Because I will bet you this script probably says Eddie Brock rides a motorcycle. <laughs> it's just yeah, one line. Sure. Then the director makes it like, like this cool scene. And then I think that was big props to do with the director on this one. Okay. Um, I guess oh, we should really get back to writing though, because oh, yes, that's what this yes. is about. And yeah, personally, I just I I think this this movie just suffers from bad pacing and like poor decision making. Like yeah, yeah. I, I can like see that. for example, they're like, not even a spoiler. They're like, we need to get the Venom symbiote to Eddie Brock. How do we do this? And they picked one of the most long convoluted ways to get this done uh-huh. when they could have easily just made it like Eddie Brock is, you know, like he's a washer reporter and he just wants to see what's going on. But I guess that wouldn't make sense yeah. because then he wouldn't have a way to get like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I definitely feel like there's a way to make the events of the movie go a bit faster, like cut out some things, polish it up, like cut out things that aren't as interesting mm-hmm. and make the parts that were interesting a bit longer. That's the problem. Like that's I kind of get my you. So pacing I, problem. I feel like what you're saying movie. is the story as a whole is like kind of weak. Yes. But I I would actually say well that is true. I think the screenplay, especially in the comedic scenes, is like almost oh, yeah. excellent. Like, yeah. I think I think one of the with, strongest parts of writing <laughs> yeah. this movie are the humor scenes, especially mm-hmm. with Venom, like this Venom symbiote itself. It's almost brilliant. Yeah. Like the take they because they kind of take a like almost like like a bromance kind of like buddy cop. Oh yeah, on for the sure. Venom like Tom Hardy thing. Yeah. And I, that was that was a, like a brilliant decision. Yeah. Yeah, I actually really like that. I think I actually heard some complaints about the movie where people say Venom is like not scary enough. Like people thought Venom would be like this huge threat well, to I Eddie mean, Brock's like, family. Like in Spider-Man 3 is Venom like scary? Like he's you, supposed to be. <laughs> so way more like uh, he's supposed to be and I think he's more scary there than he is here cuz here Venom that's like true. at first you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is like some like disease thing that's like taking him over and like going to take over his brain." But then, like, toward the end, Venom's just such a goofy guy. And, like, yeah. I feel like some people were like, oh, we don't like that. But I personally thought it was really funny. Oh, yeah, I loved it. And I think, I think for me, it works at least. Yeah. Because they established the symbiotes as scary in the beginning. In the yep. opening scene, I know that scene doesn't really work well in the timeline because it makes things way more convoluted than Yeah, and uh, also, that's the pacing problem. Yeah. They, they spend so much time on this, like, weird B plot. That's not even a plot. It's just, like, random string of events. The thing is, Theo, for me, it does work work to some extent because it establishes the symbiotes as like these scary villains that sure i mean i guess i don't know I th- I, it's yeah. definitely not the smoothest of transitions but yeah it i think it works like it's like a clumsy like square shaped wheel like yeah it rolls just not very well yeah and like i love how they literally just rip off alien in the in the, oh, symbi- yeah. in the scenes oh. but um oh, i was gonna say something yeah. Uh, let's see. Any other comments on the writing? Um, I definitely think the relationship between Eddie Brock and Venom should have been fleshed out a lot more. I feel like I love how Venom's super goofy, but I feel like at first he should have been really terrifying, right? When he is, when he's like hungry yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, what the heck is that? 
And of course, we know it's Venom, but Eddie Brock does it, and he's genuinely scared. Yeah. I feel like that should have gone on for longer. And then at one point, Venom finally, like, starts telling him, like, starts trying to manipulate him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Eddie Brock is, like, suspicious or something, and then they go through, like, this little, like, character development arc thing. Mm-hmm. And then they slowly learn to trust each other, and then they become a team, and then, of course, the team breaks yeah. out because that's, like, happens in every movie, and then they get back together. Yeah. And then, like, that would make a full mm-hmm. arc, a full character arc for both these characters and their, um, like, interactions with one another. But they don't do that because they kind of cut themselves short on time in the middle, so they don't have mm-hmm. enough time for this development. Hmm. I definitely I think, think the movie would have been much stronger. I kind of see what you're trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, are we, are we going to talk about the other characters? In oh, yeah, of course. Okay. And in fact, we should probably start talking about it right, right now. Characters. So I, I actually think, well, let's talk about the villain real quick, uh-huh. uh, played by Riz Ahmed. Oh, I yeah. Think. What's his name again? Oh, Carlton Drake. That's yeah, Carlton Drake. But um, People, I think... People, a lot of the reviewers said that he was a terrible villain. Like, he was very he was... generic and, like, just, like, very weak. I think the thing is, though, I actually kind of like this villain hmm. because his main characteristic is just his, like... Charisma. Charisma and likability. Like, he's so likable as a person that if he didn't do, like bad people stuff you would like think this no was a good guy. it's very fake i think i thought it's very fake like the well, guy's purposely playing out his charisma like who would go up to you and go like you know your name has so much significance <laughs> and like i <laughs> believe right, in you because true, you told true. me your name like it's very clearly fake charisma okay, that's okay, like okay. supposed to just like get people mm-hmm. to like him like i don't know to me at least it seems very yeah, very yeah fake. I, I think i just didn't, didn't articulate myself properly but i agree with you on that and i think it's kind of cool how like this villain you kind of like want to side with him, but then you know he's like putting on a front at the same time. Oh, what? Really? Like, I never or, once was like, yeah, this guy's a pretty or, good or guy. Or not like me as a viewer, but like you see people just drawn to him in yeah. this movie. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, why, yeah. That's why, like, think about the people, what's his company called? Like, the I life, don't know. Oh, the Life Foundation. Like, the way in that scene in particular where he's just doing these tests on people and just like literally doing the worst things possible to them, right? Yeah. He's just like releasing them a t- into like a tank of like these symbiotes. And then these scientists and stuff, they, like, at first they want to side with him. But then just, like, slowly they start realizing, like, whoa, this guy's kind of, like, spooky. Like, Yeah, he's kind of crazy a little bit. Um, okay, from now on, I'm just going to call him, like, his name is Drake, but or whatever. But, like, I'm just going to call him Evil Elon Musk. Yeah, because yeah. he, he just did now, uh, like, space exploration. <laughs> like, and, yeah, I, I think that's definitely my <clears throat> biggest, not gripe with the character, but, like, just, eh. Like, the thing that rubs me the wrong way is he's literally just Evil Elon Musk. I mean, I don't think it's like I think it's kind of cool actually. Cause really? like the I guess. thing is, if they made him like some generic like oil baron or like some like robots sure. company, oh yeah, yeah, you've seen that a million times. The fact that they go a different route and like, oh, this guy's into sp- space exploration, like colonizing other planets. I think yeah. that's kind of cool. It's like a modern take on the the evil billionaire. Okay, I mean, yeah. fair enough. I don't know. I I still, to be fair, I don't think this is like the greatest villain yeah, you've ever seen. I feel like he's just stuff like solid. Cool villains are the ones with like hard motivations and oh, like yeah, yeah. actual characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a problem though. Just in oh, movies yeah. in general, just a quick side tangent. I promise I'll, I'll close it up. But like the fact that a good villain is one that has an actual character is just kind of mm-hmm. dumb. Like all characters should be characters, right? Well, like, I think you're trying to get at like sympathy. Yeah, right? just no. In general, like villains tend to just be plot devices. They yeah. aren't treated as mm-hmm. characters ever. Um, that's why when like Spider-Man Homecoming came out and uh, the Vulture was like an actual character, yeah. people's minds were blown. They're like, "Oh my gosh, it's a, it's not mm-hmm. just like some random evil thing. It's like a person." Yeah, yeah, I definitely um, see that. But um, I I feel like evil Elon Musk doesn't have that same level of humanization. 
Oh, definitely not. Because, like, even though I think he's kind of, like, he has a cool, like, niche villain. Yeah. He's not, like, a character. Yeah, he doesn't have, like, when he strong dies, motivations. Like, yeah, values. get him. Like, yeah. I don't really care when he dies. I'm yeah. just, like, get him. Like, go for like, it. Like, you don't even need sympathy. But, yeah. like, I feel like being able to understand, like, their motivations, their values. I like get that. I get stuff that. like that. It's just, like, he doesn't have any of them, really. Like, what does he value? Like, the the evolution of human beings? Like, mm-hmm. that's so vague. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> um, but that's just me. Anyway, let's kind of, like... Talk Moving on from the uh, characters, like the cast, and then even the crew, uh, if you want right. to talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. I think, let's talk about the actors in this movie. Yeah. I think the acting is actually very good in this movie, actually. Yeah. It's just that a lot of these characters don't have the, like, any kind of backstory whatsoever, or, like, any kind uh-huh. of, like, character about them. Yeah. I think Tom Hardy just doing his Tom Hardy thing for Venom, or for Eddie, uh-huh. I guess, is works I, I think it's great man. I think it just, works because the way he kind of like twitches and like, like just yeah. the physicality he brings to his performance is, <laughs> i mean i can't imagine anyone else in that role except like jim carrey maybe jim carrey like, i mean like nobody else if has jim that, like, carrey twitch, was eddie brock it would literally just be the mask yeah exactly it would literally just be the mask which is which is why i'm saying i can't really yeah okay sure. even jim carrey wouldn't really work yeah because just to, like i don't know it's like the twitch he has <laughs> <laughs> the tom hardy twitch sure okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i think that works and then um uh, talking about the characters evil elon musk uh <laughs> oh the girlfriend oh no i was just gonna say evil elon musk oh and like who plays it oh my gosh riz ahmed yeah riz ahmed, riz ahmed. He's like his, an Indian Indian actor. I yeah, think. and it, it, he knows how to play his role really well. I think his acting is really good. Like when he's like pretending to be super pretentious and charismatic, like he sells it super well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like his I like his acting. I think that was really really good. Um, Michelle Williams has the girlfriend. I think her character is not very fleshed out, but then she does make some decisions at the end, which we can go yeah. into later. That I think actually fit her character and actually give her character like some kind of role in the story yeah. which is which doesn't feel forced uh-huh yeah yeah she actually does have yeah. a role in the story which is pretty cool and um i think one of the weird things is just her general decision making and like the level of uh what's it called consistency oh yeah like it's so weird how after she sees okay like this is a minor spoiler but not really after she sees venom almost bite someone's head off uh-huh. and turn back into tom hardy or eddie i guess uh-huh. i don't know we're talking about like names and uh, she's like we need to go to the hospital. Like, no, what, who would say that? <laughs> no one would say that. Oh. They'd be like, what are you doing? Uh, do you need help? And if you do, you, don't ask me. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <clears throat> I don't know. It's, uh, I think part of why she wanted to get him into the hospital is because she kind of cares more about Eddie. She just wants to get him help. Something <sighs> like that. I, that's true. And also, the hospital is a good transition into another character. I don't even remember his name, but, like, the boyfriend. Yeah. The, the boyfriend the character. Doctor. The, the doctor. And then I think it's actually kind of a cool, like, twist this time. Because usually in, like, these rom-coms, we're supposed to hate the new boyfriend. Yeah. But then this this time he's, like, a really nice, like, genuine guy. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, yeah, and he's, like, he goes up to Eddie and he's, like, oh, I love the Eddie Brock show. Yeah. Like, he just, like, he's so chill. Yeah. And then, like, uh, the, the scene where uh, Eddie, Tom Hardy, goes crazy and starts eating lobsters and stuff. Yeah. And then the doctor's like, oh, he's my, uh, he's my patient. Like, I'm, I'm going to help this guy. Yeah. And then he kind of just covers for Eddie. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's really that good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how his character is not just, like, mean. But yeah. that I feel like at the end, when it's implied that she's going to break up with him. Yeah. That, <laughs> okay, that's not even a spoiler. Uh, like, that's so predictable. But, like, it just makes it even sadder because you're like, dude, this guy's such a genuine guy. Yeah. Like, mm. I don't know. 
kind of feel bad for him. Yeah, you kind of feel bad for him. I feel like at this, but I feel like if they found a way to end it with some closure, that would make sense. But they don't. They they just kind of imply something happens. And I think it's I think it's a good dynamic though. It brings yeah. a very interesting like third angle into this movie. Uh huh. Which really uh makes everything all the interactions more interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right, that's about it for cast, cast. And cr- not, not crew. crew. Let's talk about the crew. Okay. Let's talk about editing. Editing and like special effects. <clears throat> oh, I actually thought I thought the action scenes in general were very good. And this, the motorcycle chase in particular, yeah. I thought that was, like, well beyond excellent. Okay. Like, that was truly one of the best car chases slash motorcycle chases I've seen in, like, a long time. Huh, like interesting. It w- it w- I saw Mission Impossible over the summer. Yeah. had some great action scenes. I think this motorcycle chase, I wouldn't say it's better, but, it like, it's on the same level as mm. those kinds of stunts. Interesting. Okay, fair enough. Mm. For me, at least, I thought that scene was cool. Like, I thought it was technically very oh, good. Yeah, and, like... It, it did a decent job of explaining, like, Venom's powers or just showcasing his powers and how, like, um, oh, sorry, how it's, like, Venom and Eddie are, like, one, right? Where, yeah. like, Eddie's riding the motorcycle and Venom's the one protecting him and it's, like, a two-man crew, but they're in one body. Um, but I also kind of like how, um, oh, man, which scene is it? Yeah, the, uh, like, the horror action scene. Oh, yeah. Where basically one part in the story, it's, like, in a smoke screen and oh, Venom yeah. is just, like, just like absolutely slaughtering team, right? just like a small just militia of like SWAT <laughs> people. Oh, that was and, um, so good. The scene technically is like not as what, what's it called like sh- like it's not as mind blowing as the uh, motorcycle scene. Yeah, but it's, it's a, just it's so scale. cool. Like yeah. it's like the it's like a horror movie from the monster's mm-hmm. perspective. That's how I describe it. Because I I really like the way they used smoke. Yeah. to like kind of hide what's actually happening. Uh-huh. And it, it actually makes the special effects yeah. look a lot better because you can't oh, see quite as much. Mm-hmm. Um, that I being love the said, part where Venom grabs the canister, though. I have to say that. Yeah, he just but grabs the canister. They shoot a gas canister. He just grabs it and crushes it. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of editing and special effects, um, I think the special effects of this movie range from like really cool and creative to just like mm. bland and kind of bad. Oh, definitely. So I wouldn't say any part is like below average for a superhero CGI movie, but like that's really? not saying too much. Okay, interesting. Because like, I I do. Hey, we get like DC movies now and then that look that like doesn't horrible, count. So. Okay, we're not not counting DC like, at least not counting like some of the like really bad DC CG. Yeah. <laughs> like let's, I think let's not talk about yeah. Justice League. Yeah, Justice League had. Some... It doesn't get, but it doesn't get anywhere near <sighs> that bad. I yeah, it never gets as bad as Superman's monster face. Yeah. Or, like, Cyborg in Daylight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cyborg in any scene. No, Cyborg in, in, <laughs> in Dark looks pretty cool. Like, you see, like, the red glowy parts? That looks pretty cool. I think it, and as soon as he walks into the light, he just looks like a mess. Yeah. just It's just the color grading. Dude. Yeah. Like, it just looks weird. All right, weird. tangent. Let's, let's bring it back. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I think the symbiotes on their own, like, as, like, what are, like viruses or parasites, mm-hmm. look super cool. Like, the way they move is just so surreal. Oh, and, like, yeah. out, out of this worldly, and it just works perfectly. I like and the teeth, too. The teeth are very iconic. Yeah, I like how they kept <clears throat> the teeth, and it didn't make it look too, too weird. Yeah. <clears throat> but that being... And the Venom suit itself, and, like, just, like, the symbiote suit, looks pretty good mm-hmm. as, like, a picture. But as soon as it goes in motion, or if it's next to another symbiote, which uh, kind uh. of... Look. Okay, Spoilers. No, it's, it's not, it's not even a spoiler. Gonna you already know what's going to happen. Venom fights Riot, who's yeah. another symbiote at one scene. And then they're both <clears throat> in human symbiote form. 
and then they're fighting each other and there's a big CGI battle mm-hmm. and um, it looks so bad. Okay, okay. To be fair though, there are a few shots which look very pictu- picturesque. Like, sure. You know the shot at the end of the trailer where like the two symbiotes are like in slow motion and kind of like... Oh yeah, no, no, that's what I mean. When they're in oh, symbiote cool form, shot. they look cool. Yeah. But when they're in armor form, they look all right. And then when they're moving around in armor form, they look so clunky and goofy yeah, looking. Yeah. Like, it's especially bad because the two symbiotes don't have very distinct designs, right? Because all symbiotes kind of look similar. Yeah. Not, not to be racist to symbiotes or anything, <laughs> hey. of course. But, like, they, like one's black, one's gray. Mm-hmm. One has, like, eyes that curve upwards, and one has eyes that look, like, slanted in ink. I don't know. I, There's, I like, very little that, difference. They, they looked exactly Yeah, they the look same. exactly <laughs> the same. So when they're, like, fighting each other... And the CG isn't too good, so they constantly change the camera angle to, like, make it look like stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. It's so confusing. Like, someone lands a punch, and you're like, who punched who? Yeah. <laughs> like, it takes your brain a second to comprehend what's going on because it's just so sloppy at times. And, like, it was really disappointing because the other action movies, not action movies, the other action scenes in the movie look really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the thing is, the end battle, at one point, Eddie and um, who's the other? Drake. Evil Elon Musk. Evil Elon Musk, yeah. At one point, they both get disconnected from their symbiotes. Then they just have, like, a, li- like a regular fist fight. That point, I think, was, like, a very bad decision on, like, I don't know why. Because, like, come on. You really think some, like, no, res- no disrespect to the guy who plays Evil Elon Musk. But, like, you really think he could take down Tom Hardy in a fist fight? Yeah. Like, Tom Hardy trains in, like, MMA and stuff. Like, what? Yeah. That was, I, that was not believable at all. Yeah, that like, fight wasn't believable just because and one it's like Tom Hardy's so going to whip him in, like, seconds, man. Yeah, like, one <laughs> like, guy is, like, oh. I don't know. Well, have you seen Elon Musk in real life? Like, he's pretty buff. He's pretty buff. But then this is, like, Tom Hardy you're talking about. Tom Hardy's, like, but like he played Tom Bane, Hardy okay? Tom Hardy played Bane. <laughs> he has, like, that kind of body where he's, like, a literal bodybuilder. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. Yeah, he does look more buff. Like, it, it does look, like, just in a straight-up sh- street fight, like, Tom Hardy would just, like, punch him and knock him out. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not trying to disrespect, like, the actors anyway. I'm just saying that, like, like, come on. you the, In the setting the they're in. The most creative thing you could think of was a fist fight. Like, what if it was something cooler? Like, maybe, like, a knife fight or something. Sure, something yeah. Something takes, like, more skill. That would have been Why cool. would they have knives on them? No, <laughs> you, you it never doesn't know. make sense. Okay, oh, well, okay. whatever. Anyway, I, I I agree with you in the sense that like a guy who's just a scientist who's like doing this like all this science work and experimentation, yeah, probably wouldn't be as buff as a guy who's been like out in New York just constantly walking around yeah. doing all this stuff and like, you know, I yeah. feel like I feel like just the characters themselves, like not even referring to the actors, mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of an unfair fight if you think about it. Yeah. It's okay, though. I think that's more of just, like, a nitpick. Yeah. I still thought that scene was kind of, like... Cool. Yeah, that, that fist fight was actually decently choreographed. It wasn't yeah, that bad. Yeah, it was choreographed pretty good. And then, like like I said, it was, like, believable. I just, like... I don't know. I just yeah. would have liked to see, like, a knife fight or, like, something. Yeah, something different. Good. Anyway. Um, um, should we talk about, like, cinematography and, like, score? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's the next... That's definitely the next one. Um, I think for this score, the guy... This... I forgot his name, but he also did the music for Black Panther and like some other, like blockbuster uh, movies. And yeah, I don't as know. you can tell, it's very like drum heavy, like synth heavy. Yeah, it's like kind of like a pounding score. Uh-huh. So I don't know. What do you, What did you think, Theo? Okay, I I thought the score was like pretty forgettable. Yeah. That's, um, I I would say there it does have some like memorable like themes, when that, like the horns come in, for example. Sure. Or, like when the guitar riff. Yeah. Oh cool, yeah, I was actually thinking cool about that. Riff. Like in the motorcycle chase scene. 
like the music, it kind of aids the scene. Like it's pretty hype. Yeah. But then one part in particular, it gets super hype. Whereas like there's like a guitar riff yeah. that goes in, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah, super that's cool. What I'm talking but about. then they like instantly just <clears throat> switch back to like the default theme, and then like mm. you kind of just forget about the rest. Like I don't even remember what the default theme was anymore. Like I think it had horns. It was. I think it was I don't know. It some was, kind of like blaring horns. Yeah, it wasn't. Like a it was just like whatever, dude. Like, I don't know. Well, what I did appreciate it was it wasn't like a, because there's some movies today which they just turn down the score so much you can't even hear it. Yes. And then they didn't do that. Yeah, at least they didn't do that. Like but that's like music. not saying much. That's like saying at least they didn't flunk. No, I mean, I mean to be fair though, like Marvel movies don't really have a very memorable score in general. Yeah. But they, I like, feel like. Like actually, mm. movies in general today, like don't yeah, really they have, definitely don't have memorable like, scores. Hum like a recent movie score from like any movie. Uh, <laughs> the Avengers theme. Yeah, the Avengers theme, and then like I don't know, Saving Private Ryan or something. <laughs> like you, you do get good like scores every once in a while, but I think oh yeah, and the Star Wars movies, but com- for some reason I forgot <clears throat> the theme right now. Star Wars theme. <laughs> I mean, I mean Star Wars. No, no, not a good the main song. Star Wars theme, but like. Like Ray's theme, with like all the uh, it's like really like ominous. That's like Yoda. Yeah, I don't. Uh, We're getting. It's kind of funny because like I I just haven't seen Star Wars in ages. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry. Same. Same. Um, so yeah. All right. Oh, cinematography. Um, I think the cinematography was. It was actually pretty good. I think. Yeah. I think I I actually really because I was watching this trailer and. I make a lot of short films on my own and stuff, so I like, I wouldn't call my, I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I kind of have like a, an eye for like seeing good shots and like yeah. it's a bad shot. And then when I was watching this trailer, I'm just like, wow, this is like a very well filmed movie. Yeah, there weren't any like <laughs> clearly bad shots. Yeah. Like, and then the way they use like just basic like film fundamentals like contrast, rule of thirds, just they did that stuff very okay, well. Okay, sure. Like I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that like to the movies credit considering it's like a professionally made movie but oh, sure yeah, totally um i don't know i think it's like some of some of the interesting things there was like this really cool part where like basically when the venom freaks out like there's like this weird vibration effect oh, yeah, that happens yeah. on their face mm. and like it it looks pretty cool actually i think yeah, that's like a yeah. cool part of cinematography i, w- I want to learn how to do that so, like, yeah that w- it's that a cool, a cool effect. effect i think that's a really cool <clears throat> effect um there are also there's also like once again that one scene where the two symbiotes like get pulled out of their host's bodies and like there's that cool like freeze frame shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's like, in slow motion. That's, yeah, and it's in slow motion and it's like really, really that was cool. A cool shot. Um overall the cinematography was not bad. I, I think it was yeah. pretty good. I can't I can't think of the cinematography of this movie. I think it was the guy who did oh, Yeah, it's okay if you don't remember. I think he also did A Star is Born. Oh, Cause, really? Because it, it's funny because both these movies came out uh, yeah. at the same time. So then that cinematographer can, like, come with his family and be like, hey, those number one and number two movies in the box office, I filmed both of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't okay. know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the last thing we should talk about is our enjoyment of the movies just overall. Enjoyment. <clears throat> like, just, like, I the know humor, me, the, the just your general yeah. theater experience. Well, I'm going to start us off. I know for me this was actually, like, this was the most fun I've had in a movie in, like, a very long time. Well, a hot take. Okay, sure. The only I can't, I can't think of a time where I had more fun in the movie theater, except for when I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two with my friends at the end of ninth grade in high school. Huh. That, that was pretty hype because we were all just like we were the only ones in the theater. We were just like having a good time. Then this movie actually I I would say that actually topped that that experience because this movie just the crowd how hyped everyone was. Wow. Just and like in the battle scenes people were like cheering and stuff. People were laughing at the jokes. I was laughing at the jokes. This is a funny movie. 
I, I really loved the experience. Okay. So my experience was very different from yours. I walk into the movie theater. There were like five people in my row. Oh. <laughs> Two of those people oh. were my parents who drove me there and wanted to see the movie as well. Uh. <clears throat> so I, I definitely did not have the same experience as you. Uh, that's, that's, that's uh, okay. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, I feel like some of the humor was really funny, actually. Like, yeah. I, I say that in the most monotone voice, but I mean it. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the Venom-based jokes were pretty funny. Um, I thought, in terms of originality, the movie did mm-hmm. some things right. I think the weird, like, horror-yet-action spin that they take in some oh, scenes yeah. worked really well. I like that. I but like they that. don't do it very much. Um, I think the beginning, I was, like, really tired and just about to fall asleep because it was like kind of uh, slow yeah the build up was very slow well yeah there's actually not a surprising amount of action in this movie like the, yeah i would actually say the action scenes there's really pretty few like, and far between there's like three maybe like yeah like literally like three yeah because i wouldn't even consider the first scene in the movie an action scene that's yeah. more of like a horror scene yeah definitely yeah. um and i feel like when the film kind of does like horror based stuff it's not bad. It's like pretty. Eh, I feel like it's not even worth mentioning. Actually, I don't know why I brought it up. Yeah. <clears throat> so overall, um, enjoyment wise, I thought it was all right. I kind of enjoyed yeah. myself. Could have been worse. Could have mm-hmm. been. You know what? I did enjoy myself. Actually, just, uh-huh. just random. I did enjoy that like little preview of oh, Into the yeah, Spider Verse yeah, yeah. at the end, end credit scene. That was that was a ride. <sighs> that was so enjoyable. That was me. actually so. I'm actually so hyped for that. Yeah. Movie. Okay. <clears throat> expect a review of that movie when it comes out because we dang we're gonna that see that opening day good. like you can count on it we opening like, I don't know about that but yeah I, I will try my best <laughs> to see that movie like ASAP <clears throat> that movie looks amazing okay so final thoughts on this movie what's what's your take what do you what would you recommend um overall I'd say watch the movie if you don't really care too much about like too much technical stuff and like if yeah, you're like yeah. if you're if you're like a Spider-Man fan before being a critic this is the movie for you I actually, I personally really love this movie, but I can definitely see how if you don't like weird alien symbiote stuff or like you don't really care about superheroes, then you're not going to like this movie. And if you just wanted to see this movie for Tom Holland, then he's not in the movie. I yeah, don't know if that's a spoiler, that. but uh, don't see this yes. movie. If you Spider-Man just like is Spider-Man. not in this movie. Yeah. But I think most Spider-Man fans would like Venom too. So if you like Venom, I would actually recommend like even buying this movie maybe because I know I'm going to buy this on Blu-ray the day it comes out. Wow. Okay, that's that's an interesting take. Uh, anyway. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Yep. Uh, this has been In the Studio. In the Studio. And we'll see you guys all in the next episode. Yep. <laughs>